0: Love Talk Radio. Hello, hi everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill, Welcome to the Jennifer O'Neill show. And joining me today again is my co-host, Debbie. Hi Debbie. Hello
1: everyone.
0: So uh Debbie has her new website up just for all of the you, you who have been following us. We are no longer or she is no longer at the I Love Bloomies website. She now has a website, uh, debbiefriedrich.com, which is on our radio page, if you want to check her out. She's now going to be doing in, intuitive consultations. So she's also an intuitive consult consultant. So um, what we've been doing is actually talking. I personally, um, as everybody knows, if you've been following me, I write a lot. I, in fact, I, I really write a lot. <laughs> People People email me and go, "How do you do that so fast?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It just, I just do." But one of my books that I'm currently working on is on Relationships." And normally, I I do a lot of spiritual work and do all that kind of stuff. But one of my favorite things to do is teach people about relationships, love, and all that. Of course. That is one of the top three questions that people have, career, love, and money, when they do see a psychic or want an intuitive consult, because everybody wants love in their life, you know. They, they want to feel that closeness. They want a companion. And so I get a question very often. Where's Prince Charming? I keep having all these frogs. I keep kissing them. They don't turn into the prince. And, and when's he coming? <laughs> What's happening? Help me um am i cursed What's, what's going on and so a lot of people because they feel that they want a relationship in their life i find myself um with a list and and it's going to be in my up and coming book but what's happening is i realize people have to start asking themselves are you relationship ready one of the most common questions i get is am i blocking it is something i'm doing uh delaying or uh, allowing Prince Charming not to be able to find me or get through? And is there something that I'm doing on my end that's causing any type of blockage when it comes to bringing a relationship or love into my life? And, and I, I'm i not going to lie to you guys. A lot of times there is. there is. In fact, there's, I believe, five things that I have today that I'm going to talk to you about. You really have to re-examine if you're having trouble in the love area. One thing that I don't do is I don't do a lot of BS and I don't do a lot of sugarcoating. Debbie will help me sugarcoat this for you (laughs) if I start getting too frank and and too cut to the chase here. But one of the things I've learned after teaching uh, for many, many years and and after doing intuitive consulting and helping in the areas of love is it's not going to really help anybody if if I'm not to the – and I'm not a little bit frank about it. So today's show is about are you re- relationship ready? Now, this show is going to be in two parts. So uh, today we're going to go over, you know, the things to determine if you're relationship ready, you know, because most people, in my experience, think that they are. However, they're not. And part two then after we go through and, and break things down for you to try to figure out if you're relationship ready, part two, in essence next Wednesday, will be more about how to get relationship ready and things that you will you can do to, to overcome or rebuild um, yourself essentially, energetically, and uh, physically and get yourself in a place that you're not, you know, putting up, Block, uh, block wall around for Prince Charming not to get through. So these are, these are going to be some steps that we're going to go through, and 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 they're not always going to be easy. But you really need to pay attention to the things that we're going to talk about. And do you ever find, Debbie, that uh, people your you know your friends or um, family that that they tend because me and you've talked about some of this stuff. Do you ever find that people are blocking themselves? People
1: who you know. From bringing
0: you know, that
1: yeah. relationship into their life, right, and intentionally, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and that
0: that was a good word. I'm glad you used that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't people don't do this in a, uh, intentionally. Many mm-hmm. times we fall into these things unintentionally, and they become a vicious cycle that we continue to manifest and 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 relive and redo without necessarily understanding or paying attention to what we're doing. So that was a very good point. It's unintentional. So we're going to start with the first one. And the first one is, again, before I get into that, actually, this is the thing where most people already think that they're relationship ready. So I want you guys to kind of pay attention to things as we go through and sort of not be offended, not be upset or any of that thing, but sort of just be objective on if these are areas that you might be able to improve upon in your life i'm not saying that you guys have all of them i'm not saying that everybody who is not in a relationship has all of these qualities um i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is these are the the potential possibilities of what i see in people when they are having trouble bringing that love or that relationship into their life because frankly if they weren't having trouble you'd have somebody in your life right now if you if you weren't having so or you wouldn't think about it because it's flowing in and out of your life quite nicely. However, is comfortable for you, and that this is not an issue. If that makes sense, Does that make sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, first thing is you may be too needy, or maybe giving off a desperate vibe. Now, this is not a thing that I necessarily think. I really don't. People. I really know people don't do this on purpose. But what happens is people find that they are feeling sad and alone or think that they are feeling sad and alone because they do not have a significant other in their life. This is a huge, huge problem because what happens is people, you yourself, other people, they send out energy vibes. And so other people read energy vibes quite well. It doesn't matter if they listen to my show or if they even feel like they're remotely spiritual. People read energy vibes very, very well. And so if you have a feeling or um, a concern or internally you're starting to find yourself, I'm feeling sad and alone, nothing energetically spells out needing more. It just, it's not something that that... Again, I think people do on purpose. I think it's something where they internally start feeling sad and alone, and then it just blasts out, like everybody can feel it. The problem with that is it's too much pressure, too much pressure for anybody to approach someone or to get into a relationship with somebody who's feeling sad and alone, and what happens is if people think that they're feeling sad and alone because they're not in a relationship, that's actually not true. You have to fix sad first. If, if you think it's sad and alone because you're not in a relationship, your focus is in the wrong area. Sad needs to be fixed first because you're no condition to be in a relationship with a significant other if you're sad because, before you even meet them. Because what happens is as you get into the relationship, the significant other will become a scapegoat to your sadness because eventually the newness of the relationship is going to wear off and the sadness is still going to be there underlying all the layers again that's not usually intentional however it needs to be fixed first and if you're feeling if you're feeling alone that's a whole different thing one of the ways that you might want to fix that is you may have to potentially get a therapist. If if that's a problem where, where underlying you're, you're feeling sad, it may be something you have to do. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Some people um, can be helped by one or two sessions. It's It's very helpful sometimes to have a third party helping you work through some things that are making you feel that way. The other thing is you have to realize your life has a purpose. And many times when you're feeling sad, <laughs> and you refocus it into the area of I I wish to be in a relationship, you've sidetracked a very important thing. Your life has a purpose. And why do I say that? Because you're not sad normally if life is going the way you want it to. You're not sad if you're surrounding yourself with positive people, and you're not sad when you're fulfilling your life's dream or purpose. Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: does that
2: make sense, Debbie? Yeah, it well. does.
1: It does. It's, it's kind of like people, sometimes people are looking outside of themselves to fill their own self or, or something in their life. And you bringing out, again, the fact that people have their own life purpose, that they don't need somebody to come in and fill that for them. Right.
0: But But I really, really, really want people to pay attention and evaluate if they ever find themselves same thing, I'm feeling sad because I really wish a significant other was in my life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if you are feeling that way, it's not because a significant other is not in your life. What's happening is you're reshifting your focus to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And there could not be a bigger energetic blocker in your way as when you're when you're reshifting your focus instead of really getting to the root of the problem. And trying to fix the sad first and trying to figure out how, what, what purpose your life has and what makes you help, what helps you to fulfill your dreams. And when you start fulfilling yourself spiritually and trying to peel back those layers and fix that area first, you'll find that you, you, your focus is very much redirected from wanting or needing a relationship in your life. You'll feel it's very much um, more on yourself, you know. And so those are things that are really, really important. And is there something that has to be evaluated? And we have a lot of colors on the line, and we are going to take a few of them, but I want to get to the next one really
2: quickly, which
0: is you may lack confidence in yourself or your parents. This is something that I know that people get upset about or it's a touchy subject, but truthfully, people who... Are struggling a little bit with self-esteem, and and by God, I do not mean you have to be the next supermodel by any means, but people who have a little bit of self-esteem issue, maybe they've gained some weight, maybe they're not feeling good about you know the way that their hair looks and whatever they, what I, I guess I say, they don't give off a come hither vibe, and
3: <laughs> it, that
0: doesn't it, they don't, and see that's the thing, this all comes to energetic pulling. <clears throat> sorry, allergies today, that it comes down to energetic and what type of vibe that you're giving off. And mm-hmm. so when people don't take pride in their appearance, and I don't think that they do that on purpose either. I think what happens is life gets in the way.
2: Right. And
0: <clears throat> I hope I don't have a coughing fit here. And life gets in the way and work gets in the way and fast food is easier than you know, making healthy food, and we get older and our metabolism uh, hits a whole new level or we don't, uh, you know, slows down or
1: we end up in
0: financial difficulty, so we end up with having the same wardrobe for 10 years and feel like we'd rather spend our money on something else than we would updating our wardrobe. All of these things, you know, it's really super important for you to not lack confidence in yourself or your appearance. Because this is the interesting thing, Debbie, that I find really, really interesting, actually, is what is the first thing that people do upon a breakup of a relationship or marriage?
1: you know what that is? Mm. They go out and kind of revamp themselves. Exactly. Well, after, and, after they sulk. <laughs> yeah, after they sulk, what's the first thing? They <laughs> yeah, they go revamp yeah. themselves.
0: Well, they do, yeah, and they what they do, they lose weight, they get their hair done, they dress better, all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. They take pride in their appearance again because they want to be the best they can be. They want to put their best foot forward. They want to boost their confidence. Now, mostly they do this to make the other person eat their heart out, but who cares? <laughs> Whatever works, works. And the reason that I really want to address this one is because when you start to do these little things, to begin to focus on yourself and address your appearance and really figure out how you feel best in your own skin, how you feel best for you, what happens is your confidence starts to come back and there is nothing sexier than confidence. There's
1: Mm -hmm. nothing sexier.
0: I mean, am I wrong?
1: That is so true.
0: Right, because it doesn't matter. Do you ever notice that, If somebody's giving off a pretty good vibe, it it doesn't matter necessarily, although everybody would like them to look like Johnny Depp or Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie, um, confidence is very sexy. So if there's somebody who maybe is less attractive than those people that I named, however their confidence level and their personality really shines through, they can become more attractive than somebody who is, um you know, beautiful, but has a really low self esteem or that they're having giving off a different vibe it 's very different, and so confidence is incredibly sexy. however, no one can tell under sweatpants so <laughs> if you begin <laughs> to polish yourself up again, what happens on the uh, appearance and maybe start walking, eating differently, going to the gym, doing all these things that helps you feel better about yourself, what happens is your confidence comes up it hasn't you know, it hasn't disappeared, you've just misplaced it. So I want you to go looking for it and find it and then get in touch with yourself again. And, you know, this is something that I think is also important for people who are in relationships is they need to really pay attention to how much focus they put into another person and how much that focus they put into themselves, and they need to make sure that they hold that appearance up and keep themselves feeling good about who they are because, What happens if you don't do that while you're in a relationship also is jealousy stems in and all kinds of different weird things that can be toxic to your relationship. And one of the things is I always tell my husband and people who ask me, because I've been married like for a million, trillion years, is they always say, um, you know, they ask me about stuff like that. And I say, my husband, they'll never find I will always feel good about my parents. And it's not necessarily, yes, my husband gets a bonus out of that, but it's for me. It's it's not mm-hmm. necessarily for him. I mean, that's the bonus, but I'm more comfortable if I feel like I look uh, good to me. I'm more comfortable if I, when I'm around a group of people, I'm more comfortable, I'm more confident doing speaking engagements. I just feel better about myself. I feel better about life. And if in the minute that I begin to let that go for a week or two, like let's say I'm writing a book all, all week and I don't put any makeup on, I can't even hardly do that because, I I walk by the mirror and I'm like, ew, that's what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) And I find that um, I don't like to walk by the mirror and and realize that um,
1: I have let myself
0: go for too long when I'm writing. So, I do things for my own self. I do things because I find that that's a really big confidence booster for me, and it makes me feel good. It changes my outlook on everything. It's weird. It changes your outlook on your day. It changes your outlook on when you meet new people. It changes your outlook on a ton of different things and so it's really super important for you to um do what you can to gain that back i however. I noticed that a lot of people fall into a rut and and they just sidestep that. They just go, eh, I'm getting older, I'm too busy, I'm not 20 anymore. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you you have friends
1: or family that do that? I know I do. Yeah. um, Some people, like you say, they kind of, they get lax, they they fall back into just um, maybe not fully showing up for the day or like, like a lot of us, work out of the house, and I know for me, when I'm super busy working in the studio, and then I realize what time it is, and I, you know, haven't even showered that day yet, and I'll I'll do it for myself. If I'm in the house, it's, I really, you know, it's okay, it's okay, but I will not, for me, personally, I at least make myself presentable to get out, to get out into the world. You just never know who you're going to run into or uh, things like that, and you're right. You know, we, you we all are so have this beautiful bright light on the inside we want the outside to match as well and you and then right. that creates the magnetism as you were talking about earlier as well
0: well and here's the thing with that and it is it, is really your first initial um a, a, your first meeting with somebody your first impression with them is, is usually visual because before that you open your mouth and it's the same thing as, as books. That's why book covers are so important is because if you can't get anybody to get to the inside of your book, it doesn't matter you know, they're just mm-hmm. going to bypass you. If, if you are attempting to put your best foot forward and, and take pride in what you're doing, you feel good about yourself. It shines through energetically. It, it matches on the outside appearance-wise, and they want to see what's in the book. They want to open the cover a little bit and just kind of see what's going on there, you know. And so, but it's very important that the book is not raggedy and stepped on and run over. You know what I mean? It's very important that at least that the, the, there's something eye-appealing there to to sort of have that happen. It's a bummer that it's that way, but it's just the way it is. And, I, again, I'm not saying that you need to be a model. I'm just saying take pride in who you are and the assets that you have. That's all I'm saying because all that other things go. other things start to shine through. So we're going to take a caller and see, before we get to number three here and see um, if we can help them with any questions. Aloha, area code 207.
1: Hi there. Are you there? Cindy. Yes, Hi, I am. Hi, Cindy. What can we help you with? I was uh,
2: well. I think I'm relationship ready. What do you think?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, I, uh, said I said yes to all the questions. questions.
2: You, you yes
0: all the questions. Um, yes. just, you don't. It, have you just had a temporary lull in your situation, though? Because I feel like for the most part people, a temporary down or lull, I said, in your relationship status. Because for the most part, I feel like people are pretty much drawn to you or you're kind of open and upfront about, um, you know, different things and that nature. So I I, I feel like there's not, you're definitely not having the blocks that we've covered for sure so far. Um, there's one socially that we might get to in a minute and towards the end here that might be one that you might be able to work on. But, no, I feel like you are pretty relationship-ready for the most part. So I feel uh-huh. that, um, there, you know, you want to just keep moving forward with confidence and, and uh, really w- – Listen to the rest of the show and make sure that you know you're sort of on board with that. And then in the next show, because there might be a few helpful things that I, I feel like you only need a bit of tweaking. I guess I want to say, but no, you're pretty good.
2: Yeah, I feel pretty magnetic at this point. It's interesting, all of a yes, sudden. Yeah, that's you know. what I was
0: saying. It feels like people are very like kind of pulled in or attracted or to you. So you want to keep going with that. Don't get discouraged okay. and don't feel like um, don't feel like just when's it happening. It's it's like the pot watching the kettle boil type of thing. I know I did not say that right, but, but you know, the watch <laughs> pot never boils thing. Um, and, and actually, we're going to get to some of that in part two. And okay. so those things will be some, really helpful for you. So keep doing what you're doing and uh, don't get frustrated with your focus. And, and like I said, we're going to get into that more too soon. All right? Okay, great. Okay. Well, and I'm just going to put you on hold again if you want to keep listening here. Otherwise, um, join us in next week too. Okay.
2: Okay. Thank you. All right.
0: Thank you. Take okay, care, bye. Cindy. That was nice. I like getting calls where they're really, they really are pretty much on track. You know, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And but still, they get frustrated because sometimes, or she didn't sound frustrated, but sometimes you can because you're still waiting for that to come in. So. We
3: have an area code 951. We're going to take this call before we get to the other ones. Aloha. Hello, ladies. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yes, I can relate to everything you guys are saying. Right now, it's all about me. I've been focusing on me. Um, it's all about uh, exercising. I stay at the gym, getting myself nice and fit, and um, all these things, and take a lot of pride in my appearance, and mm-hmm. so I am at this stage in my life right now where I am attracting a lot of gentlemen, but at the same time I'm getting very frustrated because it's not the gentleman that I'm looking for, the one. It's like all of a sudden I feel like I'm definitely attracting a lot of people, but it's not the one, if that makes any sense.
0: Right, and do you have a specific z one in mind with the name or a specific z one in mind with qualities?
3: Qualities, just so you know what what I was thinking. I just wanted to double check.
0: Okay, now you are going to love this new book I'm writing. So um, I actually go through some of that, and I can't remember if I get to it today or if I get to it in the next show, but um, keep listening to the show and and when in go to my um one of my websites either the inspirationalexaminer.com or hawaiihealings.com and make sure that you put your email in the email address so that you'll be informed when this new book comes out because I actually address I know what you're having trouble with and I actually address that and it's actually when people start um different um they start dating in different chapters is what I call it so I'm um, just to explain that explain that a little bit briefly, what happened is everybody used to date in the world. They used to date, like, to find a potential partner or mate. Like, they used to date to find their spouse, their future spouse, right? So it wasn't very hard because everybody was on the same page. So they would know that when they went out for a date that they were trying to figure out if they fit. Well, then what happened is years later, that's not the case anymore. People don't go on to dates to see if they're a compatible partner to marry each other. They date for many, many, many different reasons. And it's hard because you don't know what chapter you fall into because there's many different levels of where people are dating. Like they may date, be dating, looking for a boyfriend, girlfriend, but they want no marriage. Or they right. just got out of a marriage, so they're looking to get, necessarily get divorced um, some people are just dating for fun, and some people are dating because they want to know marriages in their future. You know, everybody's in a different chapter now.
3: And so right. this new book
0: that I'm writing is actually breaks down the chapters, and then I can give you personality traits too, so that you know and can understand if you're dating somebody in the same chapter as yourself. And that's what I tell people is don't waste your time dating with somebody who's not in the same chapter as yourself. So my, to break that down a little bit more, do not have the same intentions for where they're at as far as their relationship and where they want that to go in their life. And people just assume and make assumptions that everybody's wanting the same out of life and out of their relationships and it's not true anymore. And so you have to be a little bit more selective. So that's why I'm writing this book. It's called The Book of Love on Dating and Relationships, and it really will have a lot of information for you, and it will be helpful for you. But you don't want to get frustrated because once you yeah. start getting frustrated, that is a blocker. That is a huge blocker. So you need to pull back your energy from the importance of finding the person okay. and decide and get okay with yourself and decide, you know what, Maybe I'll just date for fun for the next 10 years. Maybe I'll just go out and right. just enjoy yeah. myself with different people. Maybe then, um, I'll, I'll just go on a cruise with this person or maybe I'll, we'll become really great friends and, and at some point in time maybe they have a brother or a cousin. You know what I mean?
1: Right.
0: Enjoy right. yourself and you, you see what happens is when you get frustrated, you get out of the joy of what you're doing you get out of the joy of enjoying this person's company who may just become a really great friend. But guess what? Guys have lots of guy friends, and they know lots of men. (laughs) So that's one thing that women forget. If you become friends with these men, even if you're like, you know what, we're not clicking, but I totally enjoyed your company, and we laughed and we had fun, we are not romantic with each other, but let's go watch a movie because this was fun. You know, if you become friends with those people, they have boys galore. That's who they talk to all the time. That's their buddies. They go play. They go to the gym with them. They work with them. They do all that, and they may know the perfect person for you. you mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. People forget yes,
0: about that. But once it becomes not a joy of what you're doing, that becomes another blocker for you. So we're going right. to get into that a little bit more, and, and and I'm trying to teach people how to keep it that way. That's why we're getting to the things that we're getting to on, on you know, being frustrated or unhappy and whatever. So definitely go there, put your email in. I think you're going to love the book. It goes into it more will. detail.
2: Okay. Yes, and
0: they yes, yeah. will be coming. I know you can get the frustration under control. Yes,
3: yes. I know I you can. It's really just that you part. sort of
0: forgot about it for a while because it was working. You know, everything else you were doing was doing was working, and so you're drawing these right. people in, yeah? And so when you see it working, you just expect it to work out the way that you've seen it in your head, and then you sort of got off track a little bit. But it will. It will. You give it a little bit of time, okay?
3: Okay. Thank you so much. You're thank welcome, you. honey.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay. so so... Um, yeah, that's really important. This it gets hard when when people – I I don't think that everybody starts out being frustrated. Some people do. But when you do seem to be really starting to draw people in, sometimes if you're not drawing the right people in, yeah, it, it, people can find themselves getting frustrated. But And this does not have to do with relationships, but this is really a life lesson. When you're doing anything
2: that begins
0: to – Get you frustrated or upset, you need to shift your focus away from whatever it is that you're doing. If you have to put yourself in a timeout and stop that particular action for a while, stop it because mm-hmm. that frustration will manifest that type of future and energetically for you it's It's not good to continue doing anything with that amount of frustration. you just you need to stop it and move a, your attention away from it for a while. You need to distract yourself with something else. That means you're, you're being too focused on this particular area. And that has to do with all kinds of things. That has to do with um, areas of money, relationships, uh, career, uh, just things that you're doing at home, people who are frustrating you in your, in, in your own home. If you find that your husband or children or aunt or uncle or whoever, mother or father, they're frustrating you, you really have to pull energy back. From that for a minute and redirect it somewhere else. You have to let that energy die down. You just have to, because you don't want to keep manifesting it. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And isn't it like a lot of times when people are really, like you keep saying over and over, I'm not finding the right person. I'm not finding the right person. Isn't that just kind of, um, that's what you're putting out there. So you, you may not, because you're putting that kind of that negativity, like you say. Oh, well, of like think of it, this
0: yeah, and think of it this way. If the universe reads your thoughts and creates everything that you think and say, if your thoughts are, I'm mm-hmm. not finding the right person, I'm not finding the right person, what is their universe here? Okay, we need to make sure she doesn't find the right person, doesn't find the right person, doesn't because that's what she's saying and thinking, right? Right. And I mean, yeah.
1: You hear so often, too, that people just, they, like you say, they just stop so they they're living their life, they're being joyful, and then all of a sudden they say and then all of a sudden Mr. Wright came along. Right. So exactly. it's when they just let it go. Most people most people who I know,
0: clients, friends, family and otherwise, they it, it, Mr. Wright comes in when they aren't looking. Miss, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Wright comes in when they aren't looking. Um right. but so there often. are things yeah, most often that's the way it happens. Um, they also, they'll need to be doing some proactive things um, to make sure that this is actually happening. So number three, which we're going to um, answer and or get to, and then we'll see if we can take another call here, is basically are you being too picky or superficial? And what I mean by that before everybody gets upset
1: is, you know,
0: if you have such a stereotype in your head, basically if you're wishing to have a carbon copy of, you know, Johnny Depp or Angelina Jolie, well, there's only one of them, so, and, and they're taken, so that's not going to work. <laughs> like, you want to be adventurous and step out of your comfort zone. What happens is, and this is a tip, you don't want to stereotype because many times your type might not be working for you. This is actually the case for most people. They just don't realize it. Many times your stereotype of who you think you're attracted to actually isn't working for you, and and so you find that you're getting frustrated. So it's okay to have a short list of um, good qualities that you wish to have in a girlfriend or a boyfriend. In fact, it's encouraged. I think that people should do it. But don't carve the list in stone. You want to be flexible with that. And the other thing that I want to make sure is when I'm talking about stereotyping or um, being too picky or too superficial, don't be a glutton for punishment. And what, what I mean by that is don't go after bad boys or hot young girls and then wonder why they're always screwing you over. That is just, people do that all the time. I, I cannot, I'm shocked at the amount of people that do that. But you don't want to go after them and wonder why they screw you over because guess what? It's in their nature. It's in their nature. That's why they're labeled that way. That's why they give off that persona. That's it's in their nature. So you don't want to blame them for who they are. Uh, and and the way I tell people, it's kind of like blaming ice cream for making it fat. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't blame them for who they are. It's it's, it's there. There's no bad or the representation is okay. It's 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 who they are but you want to be aware of your choices and make better ones. So if if you're finding that you fall into this category, you're being too picky or you're very specific about how you, who you think, well, it, it, I'm only attracted to these type of people or they must be, you know, over six foot tall or they must be athletic or they must be stable or they must be this or they must be that. Um, you, you want to be able to... Be a little bit more flexible with that. You want to be able to have your outline, but like I said, don't car- carve it in stone because what you're looking for might not be working. And 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 I want to reiterate, date out of your comfort zone because sometimes you might be pleasantly surprised at somebody who is like I don't know, five foot, foot eleven or something, five foot ten. They actually have many of the qualities you wanted, but they weren't six foot tall so you didn't give it a chance. Do so you, you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you want yeah. to I this I'm gonna take a call, but I'll tell you you would think that this never happens, but I cannot tell you the amount of people who love the bad boys or the really hot young chicks and then they're just like, um, well yeah, they cancelled or they did this and they and, and it just happens to them over and over again. And I'm thinking, what are you thinking? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a what what part of this are you not what's not adding up here? This is you you're telling me you want a relationship on one hand, but these people are not relationship material, so oh, I'm not really sure how you thought that was gonna pan out. But, you know, it's it's not right. already. Um we have another area code. Um let's see, we have a a nine two eight.
3: Aloha. Hello? Hi, hi. How
2: you doing? What can we help you with? Oh no, it's just um, I'm really in a good place in my life right now, and I was just wondering. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I'm relationship ready. Okay, so what's happening? Oh, <laughs> oh well, I got my kids all grown up, um, um, and I'm really doing good in my life, and I'm just. I don't know. Um, It'd be nice to be in a relationship and maybe uh, have someone to do things with, you know? Mm -hmm. Two things that come to mind immediately as I'm talking to you.
0: One is if you're questioning if you're relationship-ready, you're Uh probably not. You're probably not.
2: However, I love the
0: fact, love, love, love the fact that you kind of are nonchalant about it. You are kind of like, well, you know, I'd kinda of love I would kinda of like to have somebody in my life, but I'm not really sure. Keep that if you can at all costs to because what happens is it 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 allows you to sort of be whole and sort of develop other areas of your life
2: without the focus of, of that
0: needing to be a part of it. Does that make sense? Uh sure. Well, and that wasn't very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Not very well. Um, what I'm saying is, it, most people they get so focused on bringing a relationship into their life that they oh. they, they stop uh, tending to other areas.
2: If that makes sense. Well, and right now when, I'm pretty much. Oops, I'm pretty much attended uh, to most of the areas in my life, you know, and. You know, I I see that there, you know, there's a lot of traction from uh, from others, um, but I just don't know where to go from there.
0: <laughs> okay, so what you want to do in that case, and 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 what's that saying is you're basically relationship ready from another person's standpoint because you actually are getting attracted, um, or people are coming, you know, expressing their interest in you or, or and such, but you're not sure about moving forward. The minute that you're ready, you're going to be able to move forward. I think that you're basically relationship ready in the in the in the areas of it sounds like that you have um, done some self fulfillment. You know, you've gotten some things off of your plate. Um, children, you're on a new phase of your life after your children have grown up, where you're kind of you know revisiting yourself. You're, you, you feel to me like you're pretty fulfilled mostly on on a self level, so you're not needing somebody to give you that anymore. You just haven't decided um, about investing yourself into a relationship again or what type of relationship you'd like to be in. And I think that that's really the next thing that you want to figure out is, um, you know, am I looking for a long-term relationship? What do I want out of a relationship? What I suggest that you do again, is actually going to be in that book. I, I wish that was out right now. But what I actually suggest that you do is don't put too much thought into it if you feel like going out with somebody and dating. And, and what will ha- the reason I say that is because it would be good for you to date for fun just for the pure sake of dating for a little bit. It would be, is so that you're kind of just learning social interaction with um, okay. dating and just enjoying dinner and enjoying a movie or just enjoying somebody's company for the peers' sake because you can because you did a great job raising your children and, and they don't need to – you've moved on to another phase of your life. So what I
1: suggest is
0: just enjoy it and, and, and have fun with it a little bit and, and just kind of can take it a little bit lighter. Then you'll decide when you're ready to maybe take it more serious because what will happen is you'll either draw into your life the person who will decide, you'll decide, you know, maybe I want to take this a little bit further with this person, or it'll just feel right. And so do it for fun. Do it just to for the pure sake, pure sake of dating because you're in the best possible place you can be as far as that goes. And that's always when this amazing person will come into your life. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. I'm also finding that I'm, I'm really drawn to, you know, the younger crowd too. And it's like uh, they could almost be like the same, a little bit older than my children, you know, like a couple years older than my children. I feel like, wait a minute, this has got to be a little bit wrong. Well, they're fun to be around. You know, it. This, uh, there's two things to this too. Um,
0: can you date those people? Well, you can, but you want to have your idea of what would happen out of that relationship. You want to be very clear on what probably would happen when you start dating uh, people that are they're much younger than you. Um, or bec- because they're hot, I actually have a chapter of that in my book. Um, that's fine, but you can't, don't expect that to turn into a long term relationship and marriage because most of those people aren't in that category yet. They're not ready for long term commitment, they're not ready for marriage. Um, the other thing is you want to make sure that you don't date any of your children's friends um, because that will become an issue, you know, involving family. And, and I, I think that that's not a, I think there's plenty of people in the city that that's not necessary. Um, the yeah. other thing is you do have to consider if you were to date somebody who is younger, they don't have to be necessarily that much younger. But what you're technically looking for is you're looking for people with a younger um, perspective on life. And there are people who are age-appropriate for you who may not be your age. Maybe they're five years younger. You know, maybe they're seven years younger. Maybe they're your age. I don't know. But what, you, what, what I'm hearing you say is what you really like is somebody has more of a younger perspective on life.
2: They like to enjoy
0: yeah. life in a different way um, than people maybe your age because people maybe your age are just feeling like they're 10 years older than they actually are. And so that's what you want to look for. You want to be clear in your mind and realize you're not necessarily looking to date the 22-year-old or whatever. You're looking to date somebody who's really excited about life and adventurous and and more free, you know what I mean? More free with who they are and more just um, less tied down to just so many responsibilities and just, yeah, more free about who they are. Yeah. Exactly, that's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, and so when you really realize, and I can truthfully tell you, there's lots of people who are that way who are probably your age and older. You just haven't particularly run into that person. So don't make it an age issue. Realize that's the type of person you'd like to date in your life and start kind of looking around and start just deciding that if you're going to date or in a relationship, you're you're free now and you want somebody to be free with you. And, and and really enjoy life and i think that you'll you'll find them yeah well thank you <laughs> you're welcome so yeah uh-huh. just have a vision and, and and keep that that's what you're looking for make that as one of the qualities on your list you want them exactly. to be free and you want them to be
1: um, not
0: overwhelmed with responsibility or feeling like they have to be tied into a specific place or job or whatever for whatever reason, that that they're just taking things more lightly and, and just really enjoy life because that's where you're at. Uh, you will. And sometimes hanging out with younger crowds is okay uh-huh. um, because sometimes other people like yourself, who are maybe more age appropriate, maybe between the younger
2: crowd and your age, will
0: will also want to hang out in those types of groups. You see what I mean?
2: Yeah, I heard you said too on when you're talking earlier that you know it could be somebody that they know in their family exactly. or exactly, exactly. They could be yeah. um, they could be
0: one of their parents. They could be an uncle. They could be an auntie. I they could be that. yeah. So um, yeah. absolutely and. So you don't need to be being in the crowd with the intentions of a relationship, but just being in the crowd with
2: a, I'm really loving this vibe. It makes me feel good. Exactly. Yeah. So, All right. I feel a lot better well, now. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, hon. <laughs> Thanks
2: for calling in. Well, thank All you. Right. Have a good day. Take
0: you good. too. Bye-bye. Bye. I love that. You know, it's interesting, too, because... Um, <laughs> I talk about this too much, I think, but after my last child um, got there and moved out, what happens is as you raise your children and they do move out of your house, you move on to a next uh, phase of your life. And it reminds me of when I moved out of my parents' house when I was, like, 18. It reminds me of, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so free. <laughs> like, I can do yeah. anything I want to, and I don't have to worry about making dinner. It's, like, it's really crazy. So you kind of, I can get where she's coming from and wanting that, Um, in in a spouse and a companion. So number four, and we did talk about somebody who was on the, um, who called in, is you're dating in the wrong chapter. Um, This could also be a blocker. And what I mean by that, of course, you may want to read the book to kind of understand that a little bit more. But what I mean is most people are actually upfront about where they stand as far as relationships go. they're looking for one, they'll tell you. If they're not looking for one, they'll also tell you. But what people tend to do is they sometimes, and I have known many people to do this, they will presume they know someone better than they know themselves. And what I mean by that is you find someone you're attracted to, you start, you know, dating. There's chemistry there. They obviously want to date you for a little while. But they state or let you know at some point in time if the conversation comes up, you realize they kind of either want to keep dating other people or they don't want to be tied down. Most people will be upfront about this, and they'll just say, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship, but I'm looking for fun. I'm looking to enjoy someone's company. Um, Sometimes they're even looking um, to be close and and have sex, and, and that's just what they're looking for, and that's okay as long as you're both on the same page, as long as you're both in the same chapter. But don't presume that you can see something or know them better than they know themselves. And what I mean by that is don't waste your time on someone who doesn't want what you want. It's a waste of time. So don't spend time trying to go, oh, well, I'm going to invest myself in this relationship a little bit more because the chemistry there, the sex is good, the, you know, I love, we love the same movies, we have so much fun, they don't want a commitment I do, eventually over time it's going to change. No, no, no. Worst thing you can possibly do. Do not waste your time on someone who doesn't want what you want. The interesting thing about that, which I'd like to get to a little bit of basics on, is, and I don't mean anything here nor there by this, but women tend to talk in circles and men tend to say what they mean. And it confuses both sexes equally. It really, really does. But the basic premise of communication of anything is if a woman is into you, she's going to let you know. If a man is into you, he's going to let you know. But they're going to do it through actions. So you don't necessarily need to know, like, if, if a woman or a man equally, either one of you, if you're sitting there trying to figure out, they keep telling me this, but I, I'm, not, I'm confused of where they're standing, their actions always tell them where you're at. So you don't want to, you, you can just stop listening to what they say and kind of see
2: what they're doing through
0: actions. Um, actions are pre- pretty universal. Pretty pretty universal, as far as when they talk about, um, you know, actions speak louder than words. It it really is true. If if what you want in a relationship and and who you're dating, um, actions are not in sync, um, then you're most likely not on the same page. You're not in the same chapter. So don't try to conform somebody, don't try to make something work that's not working, dating-wise, just don't do it, just don't, it, it, I, sometimes people just, they really get hung up on that chemistry thing and they think it's going to change, it's going to change. I, honest to God, this is no joke. Had a friend um, tell me that uh, it, they had it, gone through this relationship or trying to build one. They were dating with somebody, and they said, "Well, he said he doesn't want to, um, or he doesn't want to get married, not in the future or not right now." And but what he d- did say was he wants to date for like the next 10 years. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, "What do you think he meant by that?"
2: <laughs>
0: she's like, um, "He meant he wants to date for the next 10 years." And she's like, really? Like she couldn't even function on that because they don't realize men most times will say what they mean. But his actions also mimicked that. He didn't, he wasn't um, introducing her to, as his girlfriend. He wasn't um, making it clear to anybody else that um, she was his girlfriend. Like he did a lot of things that he was different to her when they were alone than when they were in public. Um, he tried to keep mm. the public separate. You know, it was through his actions it was mm-hmm. and they were not on the same page and she just forced that to go on forever and i cannot tell you how many crying conversations we had over that so um one of the last things is, is and this is something that i know is hard for people but i hear this often 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 um you're kind of if you're kind of a social recluse and you never leave the house now this seems pretty self explanatory but <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people complain to me about wanting a significant other or wanting a relationship, but in their next breath they confess to me they never go anywhere. Um, it's kind of a no-brainer, I think, or maybe it's just me. But I, kinda, I go back to this thing all the time is, um, you know, there's a scenario that they always show. Um, You know how the hot person, delivery person, comes to your house and finds you sunbathing and then it kind of turns into hot, steamy sex again. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually porn, and um, that doesn't really happen. I, I, you know, it's just I know a lot of hot people, some of them have pools, and it's never, (laughs) ever, ever happened to one of them. (laughs) So I don't really, you know, the chances of you finding a loved one while you're sitting at home Um, on your couch or you're on a computer or you're even on Facebook, it's just not good. You have to get out, socialize. Um, You you know, I know that you're probably overworked. You're probably tired when you come home and you have a lot of things to do. But if you're really wanting the relationship, you have to socialize and do some stuff. You want to have fun though when you're doing it. You want to don't you don't want to do it in the fact of I'm going to go socialize by God. I'm gonna meet some men or women. I'm gonna do it. No, you want to get out and socialize for the pure sake of just being with other people. The chemistry, the energy between everybody, the meeting people. Plan a vacation. Do something, anything that gets you to leave the house. Because here's the here's the tip. That's where the people are, and they're outside of your house. I know this as well as everybody else, it's exhausting to sometimes leave out. But it's really, really imperative and and important if, if you're not bringing into your life any type of relationship stuff that's going on. It's, it's important. And like I said, it seems like a no-brainer, but I can't not tell you the amount of people who um, – call or email or I do reading tour and they just say when are they coming and then I ask them what they're doing to socialize and they say basically nothing. It's just it happens all the time. So um we have a couple other callers. Do you have anything to add to any of that, Deb?
1: No, I agree with the getting out um just getting out and doing something. There are there are I do know people who have met people online, though, but you still have to get out to actually see them.
0: (laughs) Right. Oh, and me and you were talking about that, too. Actually, I find this interesting. Um, I personally know a lot of people who have signed up for online dating services, um, like Match.com or whatever Mm -hmm. those sites are. I guess I don't know exactly what service they're on. I know a few different ones. But there are lots of them now. And I know most people that I know that have done that have actually had really great success. I mean, you were talking about that because you said people you knew had had great success with that too, right? Yeah. hmm That's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So true. I know and you know and ask people, but I I cannot believe how many people have had great success with that. And, and one of the people I know had gotten has gotten married. Um, uh, the other ones are in serious relationships. A few of them, maybe they're not in so serious relationships, but they have been in serious relationships from the people that they have met on the, on these services. Now, mm-hmm. people have also said, um, you know, uh, well, this is something I did like, you know, five, ten years ago or whatever, and um, it didn't work. Well, think of all the people who are probably on the market now. And the other thing is online dating, I think, has just really blossomed and taken a whole new turn with a ton more people probably in the last two to five years. So it's really important as far as that goes as well. And we're going to take another caller here before we wrap up. This is area code 856. Aloha. Yes. Hi.
1: Hello. How are you? Hi.
0: Good. What can I help you with?
1: Uh, if I'm in ready for a relationship or. Or none at all.
0: Say that, again.
2: Say that again. If I'm ready for a relationship or not.
0: Okay. Have you been listening to some of the things that we were talking about? Yes. Okay. And what? How did you feel like you landed on those things? Um.
1: Somewhat. Some of them were my way, and some of them are true, and some of them are not. Like I'm in a mixed limbo, pretty much. Okay.
0: Well, you know, I, I can feel you're energetic, and I do, uh, what I want to say is um, go back uh, and maybe listen to the show or definitely try to get this book as it comes out, because I do feel like that are some things that you do need to kind of clear out of your energy field and sort of work on a little bit more that would help you speed up the process. So I feel like you're not quite relationship ready. The next thing that I would like to probably suggest that you do is tune into the show next week, too, because we're also going to go into things you can do to get relationship ready. So for today today was a lot of these um, things that you want to be aware of and sort of self-evaluate yourself in order to kind of see where you land in these areas. And then next week we're going to talk about really how to bring you up to relationship ready. So I really suggest that you try to tune in, Okay. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Our thank you. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. Take care. Yeah. You. So, yeah, next week we are going to um, talk about things you can do to get relationship ready. For those of you who are listening, make sure that you go back, you know, listen or sort of just do a self-evaluation on where you're landing on all of these things because, you know, frankly, it's here nor there for me and Debbie where you're at in a relationship. Um, be truthful to yourself and and do the best that you can to get your self-relationship ready because what will happen is you'll see a lot of shift. You'll see a lot of things change for you. And what you'll do is you'll remove blocks that may be there that you didn't notice were there. And, uh, th- you know, I'm not really going over these things to try to I- – I don't want you to necessarily defend yourself when you're listening to it. I want you to be true and honest with yourself when we go through those and just kind of understand and reevaluate where you're at. And, and and maybe if you feel like you need work in an area, just concentrate on it for a little while and do a few things to see if you can improve that. It's, you know, it's not a sprint. It's, a, it's more of a marathon. And I really think that these things can help. And, and I've taught it to people and, and I've seen results. And these are the most common blocks to being relationship ready and that's why I wanted to address that and bring it yep. up to you. So, um anything to add Deb before we wrap it up?
1: Um let's see. No, that was that was great. <laughs> that okay. was great. Um, Wonderful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that we've covered yeah. covered a lot anyways, yeah. Yeah, we did. So yeah. Yeah, so what you want, just to kind of go over that, is you want to just reevaluate on what kind of vibes that you're giving off because you do not want to be getting off, um, you know, a desperate or needy type vibe. Vibe, And by doing that, you want to make sure that if you're feeling sad, sad that you fix that first because that really has no business coming into your life um as far as relationships go, and people will read that. They pay very much attention to that, and and it really tends to repel people. So you want to fix that if that's happening. And you want to understand that your life has a purpose, and you want to figure out what that is, and you want to move forward with that. It's really, really important because that shifts your focus away from um, really trying to wrap yourself in a relaxed relationship. The next thing is you want to make sure that you, um, you know, you're not lacking confidence in yourself and your appearance.
2: You want to make sure that
0: your, your outside appearance matches what you would like to reflect. You only have 10 seconds to make an impression on somebody. And if they don't like the book cover, they're not going to open the book. That's just the way it is. Confidence is really sexy. So you want to figure out a way to get your confidence back. And usually the easiest way to do that starts with your appearance and feeling good about how you feel on the outside. want to reevaluate if you're too picky or superficial, and by that I mean don't stereotype who you're dating. Make sure that you're open to um, dating outside the box. So don't try to be, you know, dating bad boys and really hot girls and then wonder what the heck's happening and why nothing's happening in the relationship area. You want to make sure that you're dating in the same chapter as yourself. By that I mean... People are very upfront about where they're at as far as commitment relationships. They're very upfront about what they want in their re- future. Make sure you're on the same page. Do not presume you know them better than they know themselves or you're going to get hurt. You want to pay attention to their actions. Do their actions match what they're saying? That's actually easier because a lot of times it's hard for men to understand what women are saying, vice versa, but you want to pay attention to their actions because they speak louder than words. That really applies here. The last thing is you do not want to be a social recluse. You want to reevaluate how much you're at home and how much you're out socializing and enjoying yourself because out of your house is where the people are. So join us next week for part two of Are You Relationship Ready? We're going to try to get you prepared and get you more ready. And if you would like to learn more about Debbie, go to www.DebbieFriedrich.com and click on her stuff. You can find her bloomies and all kinds of events that she's doing there.
2: And if you
0: would like to learn more about my book that this show is actually based on that um, I think that you're really going to enjoy, you want to make sure you go to HawaiiHealings.com or InspirationalExaminer.com and you want to get on the VIP list. Uh, and I will send you an email when it comes out. So join us next time, um, next Wednesday, for Are You Relationship Ready?
2: Part 2. All right. Aloha. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.